Welcome to The Intentional Bride, a space created to nurture your heart in God's love. Let's get intentional. Hey and welcome to another episode of The Intentional Bride. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It's so good to be here. Happy, happy Sunday. This is the day that the Lord has made and I will rejoice and be glad in it. If this is your first time, Intentional Bride is a space where you nurture your heart in God's love. It's a space where you and him connect as his bride. And it's a place where we learn his intentionality for us in love, in freedom, and in empowerment. So if this is your first time, welcome. So today's episode, I dub Deny Me. Deny Me. And I'm, I'm in a season of learning and I'm in a season of listening to a lot of books and i'm listening to this book the art of grace or something like that by robert henderson and it's so profound to me the different ways that different people have different revelations of grace but one of the things that stood out to me that i found that i got revelation as well in my own life was the story of peter so peter was one of the 12 apostles of jesus and the Roman Catholic traditional holds that Jesus established St. Peter as the first Pope. And Jesus also gave him the keys to the kingdom of heaven, which is why he's often depicted at the gates of heaven in art and popular culture. That's like that's according to Wikipedia. So Peter, it's safe to say, was one of Jesus' trusted disciples and also ends up being the foundation of the church as we know today, especially the Roman Catholic Church. So Peter was a diehard for Jesus. And as I read the book of John, and as I go to Acts, Peter features severally as one who was very, very passionate about Jesus and what Jesus represented. Peter was the one when these Roman soldiers came and arrested Jesus. He took a sword and he cut off a soldier's ear and Jesus restored the ear. So Jesus and Peter were one. They were close, they were tight, but it's so interesting this grace grace that extended for peter in this season i hope that you can learn to help this grace extend into your life in the different aspects where we may do our own things even when we intend to do right even when we have relationship with jesus and even when we are close to jesus i mean for me peter represents you know the major part of the new gospel the the new testament and for him to fail so badly despite having spent time with Jesus and having followed him and having served under him gives me a pat on the back to realize that regardless of how much I love God and regardless of how much I have relationship with God, I may fall, I may deny him, I may try to to negate how close I am to him, I may try to adapt to the environment I'm in and not want to come off as this Christian by both tamper, but the truth of the matter is God already knows these weaknesses about us and he already knows that he's already gone ahead of us. And so let me read from the book of Luke 22 verse, from verse 54 to 62 where I get the, the foundation of this message. So Peter denies Jesus. Verse 54, then they seized him, him being Jesus, and they led him away, bringing him into the high priest's house, and Peter was following at a distance. And when they had kindled fire in the middle of the courtyard and sat down together, Peter sat down among them. Then a servant girl, seeing him as he sat in the light, 
looked closely at him and said, This man was also with Jesus. But he denied it, saying, Woman, I don't know him. Verse 58. And a little later, someone else saw him and said, You are one of them. But Peter said, Man, I am not. 59. After an interval of about an hour, still another insisted, saying, Certainly, this man was also with him. He too is Galilean. But Peter said, Man, I do not know what you are talking about. And immediately while he was still speaking, the rooster crowed. And the Lord turned and looked at Peter. And, and Peter remembered the saying of the Lord, how he had said to him, Before the rooster crows today, you will deny me three times. And he went out and wept bitterly. And the Lord turned and looked to Peter. And Peter remembered the saying of the Lord. It's very interesting, you know, because previously when i read this scripture i always read it in the context of because peter went and wept bitterly god must have been so disappointed in his act of you know not standing up for him and at least acknowledging that they were together but today i got a different revelation and i got it from the space of grace see the way god looked at him then jesus looked at him he didn't look at him from a position of how could you he looked at him from a position of i already went before you I already knew you would mess up this way. I already knew that you would fail me in this way. But my grace is sufficient for you. So there's nothing to feel bad about. There's nothing to feel horrible about. The only thing is to know that I already knew you would make that mistake. I already knew you would fail in that way. I already knew that you would deny me in the presence of your colleagues. You'd deny me in the presence of your workers, workmates. You'd deny me in spaces where you feel like being that person will not gain you favor in those circles. He already knew. But today he wants me to remind anyone in this space that he's looking to you. And he already knows you have this weakness. He already knows this about you. But the reassurance is that grace is sufficient. Peter goes on to be denied to Peter goes on to be respected as one of the founding apostles of the new church as we know it today post Jesus and he's greatly respected there's a lot of bible verses and bible chapters in reference to him Peter is present in the new testament in fact today's church is built a lot on the teachings that we learn from Peter as one of the apostles of Jesus Jesus never threw Peter away. If Jesus already knew that Peter would mess up from before, why would he continue to have him in his space? The simple thing is Jesus already knows you're going to mess up. He knows I'm going to mess up. He knows the next person's going to mess up. He knows you're going to fail. He actually will allow you to go through a very difficult and failing season where you are out of character and you act as if you have never known him. But what is most importantly, is that in that moment when the two of you connect, that you would understand that this is not the time to walk away from him, but this is the time for you to understand he already knew that you were going to mess up, that you would come back to him and seek repentance and seek his heart for you and let that grace extend for you beyond that failure, beyond that mistake, beyond that disaster that has happened in your life. I know this to be true in my life because I know that I'm not perfect. And I know that I make so many mistakes. But nowadays, instead of living in the shame and condemnation of my mistakes, I now live in the reassurance that grace is sufficient for me. And I come into his presence every day and I said, today was not a very good day. I really messed up today. 
I failed you in this way, Lord. I did not represent the kingdom in this way. I allowed myself to fail in so many ways. Even after I promised you that I would not indulge in A, B, C, D ever again. But instead, I went ahead and I did it and I did it. And I'm coming before your presence and I'm begging for your grace to extend for me so that I can do better tomorrow. So that I can do better and live to see another day. The binding thing about sin and the binding thing about making mistakes and the binding thing about failure is it holds you in place and it paralyzes you and makes you feel like there's no point trying because you're gonna fail anyway you look at yourself and you're like i'm never gonna stop doing these things so i might as well indulge and then you become a slave to that thing you become a slave to that mistake but peter on the other hand picked up himself and he kept serving in the name of jesus and at no point was this moment used against him in his future at no point did he go to bind out a demon and the demon turned back to him and say hey aren't you the guy who denied jesus so in case because you denied jesus i'm not gonna walk away from that i'm not gonna walk away from this person you're trying to tell me to live from but peter because peter understood his identity in jesus and because the message is clear here jesus wants you to know that he knows you good bad ugly and when the ugly comes out and sometimes the ugly will rain for a season and you'll be like, why is this ugly repeatedly being manifested in me? And it's not that your nature is sinful. And it's not that you're a, a, a bad person. Because he who the Son has set free is free indeed. And who's been he who has been delivered is delivered indeed. And he who he lives in is, is purified and cleansed. And it's not that you're a bad person. It's just that sometimes life just comes at you and you keep making mistakes over and over again. But it doesn't mean that the grace is not sufficient. His grace is sufficient for you. He's looking to you and he's reassuring you that he already knows. But just keep coming back to him. Keep coming back to his feet. Keep coming back to his feet until the day you overcome. Whether it's a bad habit, whether it's a bad action, whether it's a bad deed, whether it's a failure. Until you overcome. Use it to propel you to the next level. Do not allow the enemy to make you believe that yours is a lost cause yours is useless yours there's no way there's simply no way you're a complete waste of time you're a failure and it could be that the thing that you've engaged in has actually cost you in many ways god is there to redeem you and like i said last week he's also there to redeem your time he's there to redeem and restore so let's not get caught up in our failures Let's not get caught up in the space of denying him, but instead pick up where we left off and keep it moving. And that's what the devil doesn't want you to know. He doesn't want you to know that there's space for you to fall at the feet of God. And that's why the earlier, I don't know where it says, but Joshua says that when he went to the presence of God, the enemy showed up and accused him and said, and accused his filth before the throne room of God, but he was silenced. And he also get away from this guy. I have called him righteous. So that's my prayer for you that in that moment when the enemy extends to accuse you, the Lord will silence him and say, get away from him for he is chosen, for he is sanctified, for he is righteous for my name's sake. Thank you for tuning in and I hope you can make this space a home for your heart.